This week on a podcast for Beneath, we're going to talk about 2015's Tales of They're Halloween. To get you, Barbara. It has been established that persons who have recently died have been returning to life and committing acts of murder. The unburied dead are coming back to life, seeking human victims. Billy. Hello, hello. How's it going, man? Yeah, it's going, man. How's it going with you? Ah, it's going pretty good. I'm kind of tired, but I think I'll make it through. Yes. Um. Anything new going on, or? Um. I heard that Eli Roth is producing a uh, a film called Ten Thirty One. And he said it's like one of the best scripts that he's ever read, or something along those lines. And he says he's he's producing; he's not going to direct or anything. But he says it's he's excited for everybody to see it when it comes out. So he didn't write it either. No, no, he did not. Let's call here. Let me let's see what it says here real quick. Let me tell you. He says it's one of the scariest premises for a horror film in years. He says called 10:31. I believe there's already a movie called 10:31. Is there? Oh, he'll produce it for the uh, Orion. Orion Pictures. Yeah, yeah, he's producing it for that. The script was by Ian Shore and Peter Gamble, and it says follows a young woman who takes her niece and nephew trick or treating and discovers. A note inside a candy wrapper that says there's a killer loose on her block. Yeah, there was a there was an anthology. It's an anthology movie called 1031. Oh yeah. Yeah, I actually, I actually have it. It's, pre- it's pretty good. Maybe they'll probably end up like calling it something else. I'm sure. Also, I read that Sam Raimi is um producing another evil dead film but with a different director yeah i saw where uh bruce campbell i guess is going to be a producer but i'm not for sure who is uh i'm not for sure if he's playing in it or not if he's going to return his ash or if they're going to do something completely different oh, i doubt he's returning. I think he's retired from that character yeah after ash versus evil dead i'm pretty sure he said he's retired from the character I doubt he'll reprise it. It'd be cool if he did, though. Yeah. Well, we had our chance. Ash versus Evil Death. Which is good. It sucks it. Only lasted like three seasons. Right. Uh, Zack Snyder is making a new uh, horror movie. He's going back and doing another zombie film. It's called Army of the Dead. And it follows a zombie outbreak in Las Vegas. A group of mercenaries take Delta Rick Gamble, venturing into the quarantine zone to pull off the greatest heist ever attempted. Uh, I don't know. It's probably going to be a lot of CGI. That's what a lot of his movies have been lately. Well, everything's CGI lately. If well, it's done right, though. Unless, you know, you're a true fan and use practical effects. Right, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, but, I, that's the only thing I know. I don't know anything else 
Roy the only Robert. movie that I yeah, the only movie I can remember that he did practical effects on was was uh, Dawn of the Dead remake. Yeah. That's probably thought, the, I thought he yeah. did a good job with it too. Yeah, that was the that's the only Zack Snyder film that I liked. Maybe three hundred. Yeah, I was gonna say I like three hundred also. That's probably it after that. Didn't he do uh didn't he do the Transformers or somebody did? No, that was uh that Oh that's my They're the same person. Yeah, he done uh Dawn of the Dead three hundred, uh Sucker Punch. And of course, you know, the Batman v Superman, Man of Steel. Yeah, I never saw that. So. I'm sure he's done more, I just, that's the only ones I can think of. But, I don't know. Uh. Just not a fan of him. I don't know. He'll, uh, we'll see. Yeah, it might be pretty good. Of course, like I said, I mean, the whole zombie thing is getting so played out right now, so. Yeah, what, like, what a, uh, cliche of a title how many army of the dead movies have there already been <laughs> yeah i would say he's probably coming into it at the end of this <laughs> the zombie run so um i would say that uh i would say the last the last little bit of zombie stuff where, where that we're gonna have is gonna be like the walking dead the last zombie film that I watched and thought it was pretty good was, um, I don't know if you would consider Open Lords or no, not really zombies, I don't think. Um, maybe Dead Snow 2. I don't think I've seen, I don't think I've seen the second one. I wasn't a big fan of the first one. I really, I really dug the second one a lot better. Hmm. All right, well, I think next week, which is, uh, let's see, no, in two weeks, on the 15th, um, that's when uh, Three From Hell is going to be getting its home video release. It's going to be on the uh, 4K, uh, 4K Blu-ray combo pack, and then DVD, and then you can get a digital copy. I'm sure the DVD or Blu-ray will come with a digital copy also, but... Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that, because like I said, I haven't seen it yet, so... And I don't think I'll be able to make it to this. They're having another screening in theaters, and I don't think I'll be able to make it to it, so... I'll just wait and get some Blu-ray. Yeah. And I'll probably rent or something, so we can review it. Or you can let me borrow it. I could probably just let you borrow it. That'll work. So, uh, that's, that's all the news I have. Yep, and that's all I have, so let's go ahead and move on to our feature of this episode, which is Tales of Halloween from 2015. This is an anthology. Um, of course, it's based on Halloween. Yeah. Um, everything takes place in this in the same in one town, and there was there was a decent amount of uh, stories on this one. Yeah, they're all um, eleven. There were eleven total stories, so they're like really short. They're like really short stories. They're like fifteen minutes or something. Yeah, uh, I think the first segment was the night Billy Ray's tale. Uh, no, the first one was Sweet Tooth. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Sweet Tooth. Yeah. Um, let's see who did Sweet Sweet Tooth was done by David Parker. 
And it was also, let's see, was it written by him too? It was also written by David Parker. And uh, I really, I really like this one. Um, it's about, it's like an urban legend in this, you know, it's about how this kid used to go trick-or-treating all the time. And he could never eat any of the candy because his parents took it. And then one day he decided to see what his parents would do with it. And he saw him eating it. And the kid went insane. And ate all the candy, even the candy that was inside the uh, kid's parents. So the urban legend is, or rumor has it, that if you don't leave a piece of candy or sweet tooth, then he'll take the candy that you have and have not eaten. Yeah, and it comes and cuts it out of you. Yeah, and it eats it, takes it out of your intestines. Uh, what'd you think of this, Mary? Uh, I thought the for the for the first part of it, I thought it was pretty good. It just, just as an opener. Um, yeah. But we should we should jump back for a minute because the the I guess the bookend of this of this movie is a radio DJ played by. Um, can't think of her name now because I want to say it. Adrienne. Yeah, Barbo. Yeah. Which is, I guess, I kind of like an homage to her character in The Fog. Yeah. And she's like the, you know, she's at the beginning, just you know, and of course you just hear her on the radio, and they have kind of intercuts in between our stories, and then you know wraps the whole thing up. She knows that shit fucking happens in this town. Yeah. But yeah, I thought the Sweet Tooth story was pretty good. It was like I said, it was you know, they're, all these are really short, so there's not much to them. Yeah. Um, Would you have like, all right, here I'll, I'll ask this question after every you know segment talk about. Do you think you think this could work as a full length? Sweet Tooth, probably not. It's probably this one's probably best as just a this little short story. Yeah. I just don't. I don't think it would be something you could sit there and. I don't know. Maybe you could. I just. I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't see a way to do it. But yeah. Um. Well, all right. What would you give uh, this segment out of five? Out of five. Yeah. I'll give it a three out of five. Yeah, I'll just give it a three. That's what. That's what. That's what I was gonna say. And then our next segment after that was called the Night Billy Raised Hell. Yes. And it was done by Darren Darren Lynn Bosman or Bowsman. If you don't know him, he's the guy that's done a few of the Saw movies. I think Saint Agatha. Um, that's the only movies I can think that he's done. He, he's a big director though in the horror community. Uh, and he also let's see, did he write it? Uh, it was written by somebody else. It was written by Clint Sears. What did you think about this one? I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was... This, to me, didn't feel like a... To me, this would have felt more like a... Um, this could have been the bookends of the movie. You know what I'm saying? It just didn't feel like it was a very strong standalone story. I thought it was pretty funny. At funny yeah. times. 
Yeah, so basically what it is is our character Billy is um he's yeah, you know, he just he wants to go trick or treating and I guess it's his sister and her boyfriend. Like you got a race in hell. Yeah, they're you know, they're taking you know, they're taking him out and of course, you know, the boyfriend's complaining because it's daylight still and he yeah. wants him to you know, they, they he wants to go out and vandalize or whatever. So he tries to he tries to get him to do it and of course they come up on this house and they talk him into, you know, egg in the house. But as whenever he gets ready to throw the egg, the door opens and the the guy that lives there like grabs the egg and pulls him inside. And I'm assuming this guy is the devil. Yeah. Um, and I believe he was played by Barry Bostwick, right? Yeah. Okay. So he kind of tells him that he's going to take him out and uh, show him how to have fun on Halloween. And like through the whole movie, you think it's it's Billy because you know he's got the devil's mask. And then like, you know, he like stabs a guy with. Was it like a? Yeah. Well, the first house they go to, he uh, the guy, guy gives him a toothbrush. He's, or yeah, he's like a dentist. Dressed up as a dentist, and he's giving out toothbrushes. So the, um, Mister, what's his name? Is his, his name Mister uh, Abaddon? I can't remember. The guy. Yeah, I think that's that's his name. Anyways, he he takes the uh, toothbrush and like sharpens the end to a point. Gives it back to Billy, and Billy stabs the the guy when he comes back out of that when he rings the doorbell again. And then so, he, uh, yeah, what else is he? Oh, he robs some kids at gunpoint for their candy. Rob, yeah, robs some kids at gunpoint, sets yeah. some uh, lawn decorations on fire. Of course, I, took, and, I, and I believe that's at his, and I believe that was at his house because his sister comes out and tries to stop, and he like throws a rock and hits her in the face with it. And the boyfriend starts laughing. Yeah. Uh, what else? Oh, they still. Uh, they steal a car and just run a bunch of people over. Adriana, what was her name? He's like, oh, I'm a big fan. Is it Curry or something? Oh, uh, yeah, the girl they steal the car from. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember who, I don't remember who that was. But they steal her car, he's like, can I have an autograph? And she's just, like dumbfounded and he just ends up taking it. Yeah, it's um, Adrian Curry. Yeah. And then... I can't remember if there's anything else. I think after I think after they run a bunch of people over, I think that's when they finally go back to the house. Oh yeah, it ends up not being wasn't Billy at all. It was Mordecai, this little demon. Yeah. And he says, and I guess the devil guy told Billy that he's gonna have some people waiting for him. Waiting for him, and that his mother's gonna have a lot of free time. Of course, he goes outside and the cops are there looking for him. Yeah. And it cuts the black, but I'm pretty sure they shoot him. I'm pretty sure the cops shoot this unarmed kid. <laughs> oh, yeah, he, like, pees his pants. Oh, my God, is he peeing his pants? What's wrong with him? But, see, yeah, the, but this was just one of those, like, like I said, it wasn't a very good standalone story. Um, yeah. It kind of didn't make sense. It just would have been funner if it was just a, if it was just a bookend thing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and then, oh wait, did we miss one? We missed one, didn't we? Um, yeah, the, the next one was treat, uh, trick. Oh yeah, trick. Yeah, trick. Okay, yeah. Uh, now, trick was fucked up. 
Oh, what would you give uh, the night Billy raised? Eh, I'm gonna give that one. I'm gonna give that one a one. I'm gonna give it a two. Give it two point five. All right. All right. <laughs> um. Yeah. Trick. Um. This one was probably the most. Not the most. I don't know. Most fucked up one. See, I, I don't know. I wouldn't even go that far with it. Um, it's 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 another one of these. It's um, there's not much to it. I mean, they're they're they made they're they're, they're also short. That a lot of them don't really have a storyline. It's just a these are just more of like an idea. You know what I'm saying? I think this could have worked with a full length, like the whole movie. The kids are like torturing these motherfuckers. You find out that they deserved it. Yeah, definitely, because like when it starts out, we just have the uh, these two like two couples and they're watching yeah. uh, Night of the Living Dead, which apparently Night of the Living Dead runs in real time with this movie. Yeah, I guess if you were like watching like the other scenes that it pops up in, so I thought that was kind of cool. Um, and of course, they're you know their doorbell rings, so they're taking turns you know giving out candy to the kids. Um, but yeah, he got his first. It's like a woman and her daughter or son or something, or his little girl. So yes, she's so cute. And he asked the mom if she wanted a drink, and she like gives him a look. Yeah. So when he's about to go back, the doorbell rings again. Ends up being this girl who's dressed up as a witch. And she won't say trick or treat. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, go on trick or treat. And then she just fucking guts him. <laughs> she stabs him like three like, times. Yeah. And then he comes fumbling in the living room and falls down. They're all freaking out. And uh, what was the next one? Who? What happened next? I can't remember. Oh, uh, the that one girl says to get. She's gonna go out and get her car. Oh yeah, she, she got to get the back. car. Yeah. So she's running. No, yeah, yeah. She yeah. runs. She runs out there to get in the get in the car. Yeah, course, she drops course, her keys. Um, somebody grabs her ankles from underneath yeah. the car and pulls her down, and then like three other kids come out and they all stab and bludgeon her. Yeah, they beat the shit out of her. And I think back inside the house, the other guy and the woman. He, I want to say he's he's trying to walk go somewhere and. Uh, that's when that one girl like dumps. Oh, catches him on fire. Fire, yeah, burns his face. Yeah, and then she puts rat poison in, yeah, in his mouth and tapes his mouth, mouth, mouth shut. His mouth shut, yeah. And then the uh, the other girl, she makes it out of the house and like she runs down the like street. The garage. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, hides in the garage. Um, and she she is getting her phone about to call nine one one, and then she like does it, and you're like, what the fuck? Like, uh, I don't already like, called him. Yeah, because yeah. that's when it's cutting back between, like, the other people. Yeah, they're yeah. Like, like, one of them, yeah, one of the kids is, like, washing his hands. Yeah, which I was like, it's so weird. It's funny. Um, but, yeah, and then you see she goes back to her and she ends up deleting these pictures of, like, them removing an eyeball from a child and, like, laughing and, like, covering, covering themselves in, like, the kid's blood. Yeah, and she, like, deletes all of them. Yeah, and then whenever all these kids come into the garage, they turn yeah, on light. Yeah, they turn light on. It's all white, and it's there's the a girl. Room. Yeah, yeah, the girl's cleaning. And the the makeup on that was horrible. 
Yeah, it was. Girl's Eye. It was just like, like I just wonder how you know, like the budget on this movie. Yeah, yeah. I figured they could have done better than that, but um, but again, like I said, it's a short story. There's no, so I don't know what was the motivation. Like, what were these people? You know what I'm saying? Like, it just it, to me, it just it doesn't make sense. Well, they say so, that like this. Remember during during the last segment, they're saying this uh, like people just go batshit crazy on this day. Yeah, no, but that's just a that still doesn't mean anything. Like, in these stories. They all take place in the same town? I mean, I don't know. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, oh. with this, you know, like, with this story, it's, is it, are these people killers all year round? You know what I'm saying? It oh, yeah, because they, because uh, at the end, of the, remember, they showed, like, different pictures. They showed, like, uh, deep, decomposing bodies. You remember that? They kind of did, like, a, a, a Texas Chainsaw Massacre thing. Remember, it cut real quick. Was a, but it was part of this story, though? Yeah, yeah, it was. Okay. Yeah, like I said, I just think some of these... I think they try to cram too many stories into this movie, and like they just they couldn't... Again, this was another one that was just... I found it to be not interesting, really. I'll give it three out of... I thought it was okay. I'll give it a three out of five. I'm going to give it a two, also. Um... The next one was the weak and the wicked. Yeah, the weak and the wicked. It and I'm was, trying to remember what that one was about. It was about uh, that gang. Remember they were beating that kid up, and then the other kid had like said he's gonna summon a demon because they killed his parents. Is that the one that is that was that this one? Okay. Yeah. Um. It was directed by Paul Sullet. And it was written by Molly Millions. And if you don't know Paul Solette, did he did um, Grace. Um, he also does the Jack Chop, the Halloween thing. Mm-hmm. Where he like does he gets his hand cut off and stuff. That's him. Um, yeah, um... This was an interesting one. Yeah, I would like to see this one. I would like to see more of this one. Like this one should be, not maybe not a full length feature, but like a at least a longer um, segment in another movie. You know what I'm saying? Does that make yeah. sense? So basically, there's uh, two guys and a girl. The girls. Can't remember her name, but there I guess she's the leader of like their little their group. I think her name was Alice. Alice. And uh, I guess they like to raise hell and you know intimidate people and just cause just fuck shit up. And they ride bicycles. And they ride, yeah, they're so badass. They're like, yeah, <laughs> fucking bicycles where it's at. Well. I guess they killed this kid's parents when they were little. When they were kids, yeah. Yeah, they like set the uh, their trailer that was randomly in an alleyway on fire. But then, for on some fire. reason, when it cuts back to the it's present still day, there. It's still there. Like it's not burnt at all. Yeah, it's <laughs> it still has the paint on it. Um, 
but I guess he want is gonna like summon this demon. So he like carves something in his forehead. Mm-hmm. And he has the girl like he like gives her this piece of paper and it's like the drawing of the demon. She ends up dropping it. Well, he starts running from them, and they end up catching them on their fucking baller-ass bicycles. Yeah, there's like a segment of like just BMX tricks and parkour. Yeah. <laughs> they end up like, catching eh. up with them. Yeah, and they end up kind of like beating them up, and then they find out that, you know, yeah, when they when they take, Yeah, when they face him back to the trailer, that's when they... Uh, it's not really a trailer, it's a camper. Yeah. Um, but that's, I guess that's when they realize that that's who he is. And, uh, I guess they're gonna now kill him, so they, like, yeah. knock him down. She starts dumping, like, alcohol on him. Yeah, vodka or something. Yeah, then something grabs... Whoever buddies. Her two minions. And then it grabs her. Does it, does it show... Did it show yeah, it the demon? Yeah. Okay, it was after. It shows it was him like, like yawning, opening his mouth. It's pretty, pretty cool looking. Oh yeah, but it was like it didn't show him like kill the two, her two no, henchmen. No. Okay. So it didn't really show her. It shows the blood splat on him. Yeah, on they got on his face and everything. Yeah, I would like to see more of this one. I would like to see more of the uh, that that creature or just other creatures like that. Um, I thought I thought this was really interesting. I, I like when the the um, the first time we see the kid because when it first starts out, they're 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 harassing this other kid. Yeah. And then um, I think uh, I don't know what his name is. Um, but our, our yeah. yeah, the kid that uh, uh, his parents remember. got killed. When he shows up, he's got he's got like a uh, like a toboggan that's like pulled all the way down, covering his face with like eyes cut out. But then he yeah. has like a big helmet on that has like has horns, horns on it. You know, and I, I thought that was like a, like a cool look. I would, yeah, I would just, I would like to see more, more of this story. Yeah. Uh, what would you give it out of five? Uh, I'm gonna give us one. I'm gonna give it a three. Yeah, I'll give it a three also. Our next one is. Uh, the Grim Grimming or Grim yes. Grinning Ghost. Yes. It was done by Axel Car- Caroline, I guess. Axel Caroline, I guess. She used to be married or she used to date Neil Marshall. Oh, really? Yeah. Which Neil Marshall did the directed and wrote the last segment of the. In this movie. Oh, the last story. Okay. Yeah. Um. This is probably my least favorite. Nothing really happened. Yeah. Um. It had some good, like Lynn Shea was in it. Yeah. I like her as an actor. Barbara Crampton was in it in like a really small role. Um. I mean, atmospheric wise, like creepy wise, yeah. But other than that, it was. Again, it was just one of these that didn't like. Like I'm, I don't, I'm, I literally cannot tell you what exactly it was about. I know they were at a party, like a Halloween party. At a party, and uh, Lynn Shea was telling a story, and then she was walking home. And I think Barbara the thing Cramp- that Lynn Shea was talking about was yeah, following her. Yeah, Barbara Crampton like scares her. They all laugh, and then they're all leaving. Yeah, 
and then she's driving home. Oh no, she doesn't drive. Remember, car won't yeah, start. Well, I know, but no, she starts driving, but she oh. um, I think she sees something and like stops real quick, and then her car won't start after that, and then that's when she's walking. But I like that's like I really can't remember much else about it. It was just a cool it was scene, cool. like her walking in like the background. That was really cool. But other than that, yeah, I didn't really. And you see the 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 whatever was falling her for like a split second. It's at the end. But she like makes it home there, right? Yeah. And then, um, like, what happens whenever her, she gets her home? Her dog scares her, and then her and her dog's watching TV. And then the dog's looking. She's like, what are you looking at? And then he runs off. And then she looks. And then she leans back. And she looks. And there it is, I think. And then just for a split second. That's it. Yeah, like I said, I, this is probably... Yeah, this would, I would say this is probably my least favorite one. Yeah, i give it a one out, out of the whole. Yeah, I'm, I'm give it a one. Um, our next one was called Ding Dong. Ding Dong, yes. Again, this one here. I don't know. This was, this was pretty bad, too. <laughs> I didn't really care for this one, either. Ding Dong. I actually like this one about... Uh, he did not giving her a kid, because... Or what it is, is, is well, this couple can't have kids. And... Um, she... Uh, abuses her husband or boyfriend or whoever it is and she like blames him like why they can't have kids and she's upset about it and then you know Halloween comes and you know she's has this whole routine about her you know she's dressed up as a witch and he's dressed up as Gretel or Hansel Hansel Mm -hmm. or whatever and she has this whole routine about every time the kids come out she's just loving them kids and smiling and then you know she ends up getting sad again because she can't have kids and when she gets mad he ends up seeing like she's like this evil like demon thing that's what he sees her when when she gets mad and she ends up like pretty much beating him and then he finally tells her you know you know since you you know you beat me I'm not I can't let you do that to a kid so that's why I had the doctor do something where we can't have kids right and she ends up just going crazy and like act pretty much putting them in the oven yeah because I think she was yeah she was trying to like kidnap uh, a kid yeah that came up to the door and yeah. um and he he like you know yelled for the parent like hey your kids over here yeah and that's when she got mad and yeah, she basically pushed him into the oven, which was a really horrible effect. <laughs> I thought good premise, but like maybe did a little bit better. Yeah, it could probably it could probably work as a full length um, film. Yeah, definitely. but of course, you know, going into it, you know, not you know, not now that we know the story, you know. There, you know, there would be no like surprise ending for us, but I think I think it would work for other people to watch yeah. it. You know, first a uh, first viewing if it was a full length feature film. Oh yeah, Ding Dong was written and directed by Lucky McKee. If you don't know who Lucky McKee is, he's done. Um, 
I mean, if, he's done The Woman. I he he's also done All Cheerleaders Must Die. Mm-hmm. He's done more. I can't think of him offhand, but yeah, he wrote and directed the segment of Ding Dong. And I give I give this at a I give him two out of five. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a two also. Um, the next one is this means war. This one here was pretty good. I kind of like this one. Yeah. Um, it was by Andrew Cash directed it. If I'm not mistaken, he's the guy that directed um, um, Pet Cemetery. If I'm not mistaken, maybe. I may be wrong. The, you're talking about the new one? Yeah, I'll just look, check it out now. Let's see. I may be wrong. Oh, yeah. He, he didn't do it. Never mind. Oh, okay. Yeah, this one here was pretty good. This is basically uh, Dana Gould's character, Boris. Um, I guess every Halloween decorates, like, goes all out. Yeah. Decorating his house. But he does it in more of a... Uh, kid, kid fun. Yeah, a classic, kid-friendly Halloween theme. Yeah. And then uh, his neighbor moves in, which is uh, James Duvall. His name is Dante in the movie, or in the the, uh, short. He comes in. Now, he is going to decorate his house also as Halloween, but he's doing more of a... dark, macabre. Yeah, dark, uh, blasting, you know, they're blasting heavy metal music, and... uh, they end up they end up fighting, getting into like a fight, like a physical fight, yeah. and uh, kind of you know destroying each other's uh, decorations, and then then turning on each other. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, like that's what I was saying. They they actually get into like a physical yeah. fight, um, but end up <laughs> end up killing each other because they. Both fall on like a like a wooden stake. Sharp, yeah. Well, and now, and now like, gold, he grabs yeah. him and played on board. He said Boris, yeah, like starts pushing the guy and he ends up impaling them both on a yeah. fucking stick. Yeah. So now they're like He's part fun. of the. <laughs> they're both yeah. part of the, uh, the decorations decoration. now. And the cops show up, and of course, one guy has to throw up. Yeah, this one was, I like this one. Um... It was pretty like, fun. It was yes. it was a fun little um like I said, yeah. not really not a short story to have as that you know, that really it's just it was just a fun little segment, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not like a didn't have a story like a real story behind it, but I'm gonna give it another three out of five. Uh I'll give it a three. A, th- a three would be good. The next one's probably gotta be my favorite. Mine too. It's called Friday the thirty first. And it's uh, directed by Mike Mendez, and it's written by Mike Mendez and Dave Parker. And Dave Parker is the guy who wrote uh, Sweet Tooth. What else has uh, Mike Mendez done? Um, he did Don't Kill It. He so he's done Don't Kill It. He's done Big Ass Spider. He did the Covenant. Let's see, yeah, he did Big Ass Spider. Yeah, he did. Don't kill it was his last movie. 
Hmm. Well, that's he like... did the last heist, Tales of Halloween, Big Ass Spiders, The Grave Dancers, The Convent, The Co- Grave Covent, Dancers. The Covent. I, I remember that one. That was uh, that was part of the. That was some kind of like anthology. <laughs> no, it wasn't an anthology. It was a. I mean, a, a bunch series. Of, a, bunch, a bunch of yeah. movies that they showed like in October one year, yeah. like a some kind of like a. It wasn't a fest. It wasn't a fest. Yeah, like a fear fest type thing. Um, it, it was pretty. I liked it, and of course, I liked uh, "Don't Kill It." Yeah. Uh, it was really good. good. But uh, <clears throat> this one here is about a a slasher. Uh, we'll just say in the style of Jason Voorhees, because he has sort of the same clothes. Um, he doesn't have a hockey mask, but he has like a wooden has one eye mask. It just has one eye in it. Um, but he's got two. No, I think I just had one. No, I mean he's got two. He's like yeah, just thing, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. The mask just has one <laughs> one eye cut out. I don't know why, but yeah. But he's chasing a. Girl. Was she a cheerleader or was she dressed up as something else? She's dressed up like um, kind of like a like Alice a fairy, in Wonderland. Yeah, yeah, like, like an that, Alice in yeah. Wonderland. But he chases. He's like chasing her down, obviously, because he's you know he's going to kill her. She's probably the final girl, or whatever. Um, he ends up catching her and kills her. Yeah. And then what happens? Uh, a UFO shines its light up, or show uh, shines its light down on the serial killer, and he's freaked out. He's like, you know, and then a little alien comes down, dressed up in a costume, like a little what, pumpkin or something. Yeah, or, let's let's point out that this. Uh, this little creature, it's claymation. It's claymation. <laughs> and it says, trick or treat. Or at first it waves at the serial killer. He waves at it back. And then he keeps on saying trick or treat. And like the killer doesn't know what to do. He doesn't have any candy. Right. And then he ends up just stepping on the alien. He thinks he killed it. And he starts walking away. And then you see like the alien goo get inside the girl, the dead girl's mouth. And then while the killer's walking away, he hears a noise. He walks over back to the, her body. She ends up rising up. She has like green, glowing eyes, and she's got yeah, an she awful looked like um, it definitely it reminded me of um, Evil Dead Two, Army of Darkness type, yeah, type, type it, of makeup. Yeah, yeah the way she's she chasing them too. Yeah, that the way and yeah. the way they done her eyes, like yeah, you know, I thought that was really cool. Her sunken in like eyes, but yeah. she still had like full eyeballs and everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, that, yeah, she running, was definitely, yeah. She was definitely she was floating, right? Yeah, she was. Yeah, float real fast. Yeah, had that had that Evil Dead kind of look to it. I really, and, I really and enjoyed he that. runs back into his place where he guess he lives and has all his. Yeah, weapons. so the yeah basically the tables have turned on our yeah. on our slasher. <laughs> so they end up. She ends up following him in there, and they end up just like stabbing each other. They both stab each other's in the neck. He cuts her arm off. He cuts his arm, or she cuts, his, cuts arm his arm off. off. Yeah, and then like he ends up like chainsawing her in half, and then she ends up cutting his head off, and then they both fall on the chainsaw, and it's all like practical effects. Oh yeah, it's yeah, they bloody, and it's pretty good effects. I must say, it's pretty, it's pretty decent. Now this this is one I would love to see a full movie of, and you, you know had mentioned before that they were supposed to, right? No, um, the end of full lengths. I don't want to. I I messaged the director a long, long time ago. And he 
said he would love to do it, but for some reason he, I can't remember what he said, but he says he doubted it will happen. Yeah, this is like, this would make a really good, um, I mean, I don't, I don't know how far. And that's the can... first scene of the movie, like he said. Yeah, that's like, that's yeah that, was whole... just, that was just opening. Yeah, that opening is like the, literally the first few pages of the script, that's it. Yeah, I think that would make a really good um, movie. I, I would love to. I would love to watch a full-length film. Yeah, me too. Of the, uh, you know, this alien taking over the final girl, <laughs> or whatever. You know, what I'm saying. Oh yeah, at the end of it, he comes out of the girl's mouth, and he's like trick or treat, and he grabs yeah. the the serial killer's hand, yeah, and uh, gets beamed back up on the ship. Yeah, this this one this one here was probably my this is this is probably my favorite one. Yeah, I give it like a, I give it a five out of five. I love it. Yeah, yeah, I would give this one a five too, just because it was original. Um, it it fit the short story premise to where you had a you know a short story that had a beginning, middle, and end. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It didn't need, which a lot of these other things are missing. But uh, but yeah, I definitely enjoyed it. Five out of five. Then our that was our last one. It's the next one is called The Ransom of Rusty Rex. Yes. And it's directed by Ryan Schifferin. And it's written by him too. And it's about uh, these two low life thugs, criminals, whoever. They decide to kidnap a rich man's son, and boy, were they mistaken! What'd you think yeah. of this one, Gary? Uh, I thought it was pretty good. The uh, of course, you know, the son that they kidnap is the son of John Landis. <laughs> the guy that plays him ended up dying. Uh, if you don't remember, he ended up getting hit by a car in Los Angeles. You remember that? The what? The guy that plays uh, Rusty Rex. He was that actor, that real short actor that got hit by that car. I didn't. I didn't hear about that. Yeah, he died. Uh, I think a couple years, last year or two years ago or something like that. He was hitting um, L.A. because he's like very tiny, dude. Yeah, I didn't. Uh... He was in that uh, Mr. Bungle video, uh, pink cigarette. Yeah. I have no idea. But yeah, he plays a uh, rusty Rex. I was trying to look at him here. Uh, let's see. I don't see him listed here for some reason. Yeah, for some reason, they don't have him listed on... Um, hey, they don't listed. No, they just have John Landis. Uh, the guy who plays Dutch, the guy who plays Hank. And that is it. Hmm. Anyways, yeah, so they... Uh, these you guys think that they are kidnapping... Yeah, uh, Ben Wolf. Ben Wolf. Okay. okay. Yeah, I didn't yes. see one here. But I think they're kidnapping uh, the son of Jebediah Rex, who was played by John Landis. <clears throat> Come to find out, they did not kidnap his son because it's not his son. It's some kind of creature that showed up at his house. It wouldn't leave him alone. Five years ago on Halloween. Yeah. And now he is just glad to get rid of it because now he's like, it's your problem now. Right? Yeah, he These torments him, guys. yeah. And they can't get rid of him. Um, yeah. They take him back to the house. 
they set him on, try to set him on fire. They try to throw him in the bottom of the swamp. He just keeps coming back. Yeah, he just keeps coming back and just like making their lives hell. Of course, he ends up he ends up killing that one guy eventually, but yeah, because I guess the Jebediah Rex character tells him that make sure that yeah, you got to make sure you're feeding him, or I guess he'll kill you and eat you. Which is what he does to that one guy. Um, yeah, this was it's a pretty good one. It was, it was fun to see. Like, I see this as a fully too. Uh, it could possibly work as a fully. Yeah. I just wonder if the. Uh, I wonder if that. Uh, the character of Rusty Rex. Yeah. <laughs> or it, I wonder if it was uh, really supposed to represent. John Landis's son. <laughs> yeah, fuck John like Landis. This, yeah, it's this little fucker that just won't go away. Little piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, so that one there, like I said, that that was pretty good. I, I'll probably, I'll just give it like a, I'll give it a two also. Um, yeah, I give it a two also. It, it was a good little short story. I don't know if it, I don't know if you could you could probably make a full uh, a full length film out of that one. Yeah, but uh, I, I I would watch it if they did. Uh, they would have to do more with that, with the Rusty Rex character. Though. Yeah. Um, but if you remember too, he was in he was in another scene. Um, oh yeah, he I, was, he in, was a, in the. I think it was the. Ding dong. Yeah, the ding dong. He actually comes up and. Yeah. He's like running around trick or treating. Yeah. And also the kid at the beginning and the the sweet tooth. I think he is pretty sure he was dressed up as uh, Snake Bliskin. Yeah, he was. Also the. Uh... The kids from uh, Trick Trick were also in a uh, Ding Dong. Yeah, yeah, they all show up as uh, trick or treaters, yeah. which I thought was kind of that was kind of cool how they done that. Um, but our last segment is written or it's directed by Neil Marshall. And did he did he write it too? Um, yeah, he wrote Bad Seed also. He wrote and directed Bad Seed, which pretty much to, is a killer pumpkin that eats people. Yes. And I thought it was well done too. This is also one of my favorites. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good too. And um, when I watched it again today, um, the detective. The female detective, Detective McNally, yeah. is the same actress that played the detective or the FBI agent in Don't Kill It. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Christina Kaleeb. When I watched it today, I because I, I was center, cause she actually looks, the, she almost looks like the same character. Probably is. And I was like, I wonder if it's supposed to be like the same, like is this supposed to be some kind of like crossover, um, like this takes that don't kill it takes place in the same universe but she plays a different the characters names are different yeah in in the two movies but yeah this one starts off with a guy he's carving a pumpkin i guess they're getting ready to him and his girlfriend are going to leave and he tells you he's got to clean up real quick and then the pumpkin comes to life and bites his head off yeah and then it gets loose and then wreaks havoc yeah, and also there's a um, 
the I think it's the um, there's a uh, something on this pumpkin or to do with the well we'll get to that in a minute but anyways um, whenever the whenever our detective shows up to like investigate it the uh, what I thought was kind of funny was the wife is given a, a description. description to the sketch artist and <laughs> he just draws like a pumpkin. a pumpkin. It was really bad looking too. It looked like a yeah. looked like a kindergarten drawing. Yeah, it was real shitty at drawing. Yeah. yeah. But uh But then and then when she goes back to the police station, um if you notice they're they they're bringing a guy in in handcuffs and it is uh the Sam Neill character from in the mouth of madness. Basically just a guy in blue scrubs with like X's and you know crosses all over him. Yeah. Um but yeah, she goes back there and that's whenever the her lieutenant calls her into his office and he's telling her about all this how all this crazy stuff is happening. And of course, you know, she doesn't believe that any of it's happening. Or that it's a you know, a clown or or a a pumpkin that's killing everybody. Yeah. And then I guess she gets uh, radioed to go to go somewhere. She gets ready to go somewhere. Before she leaves, those guys come back, and they were talking about the what happened on, at Sweet Sweet Tooth. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it kind of like connects the connects back to the beginning there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they go to this. Uh, she ends up going. She's going. She's going somewhere, wherever they rated her to go to, and she ends up. The pumpkin actually jumps on her car, and she chases it down to like this house that has like just a bunch of uh, jack o' lanterns set up for uh, like a decoration. Yeah. And she's trying to figure out which one it is, um, and of course it you know comes to life. Basically, just has like the vines come out, and that's like its legs or tentacles or something. She's like shooting at it, and then um, somebody shows up. One one of the one of the other detectives somebody shows up and throws her like a shotgun, and she shoots it. And then as they're like leaving, she notices that there's like a uh, a sticker that was on the back of it. Oh yeah, they end up going to that place. Yeah, which I think was kind of like a an homage to uh, the Shamrock. Yeah company from uh Halloween 3 but they go there because she wants to figure out what you know if they're doing this or not and uh do you, do you know who opens the door and lets them in no I can't remember <laughs> Joe Dante oh shit yeah yeah but he lets them in because they're um she's like asking about the pumpkins and he's like you know what they're just they're just pumpkins there's a whole bunch of charge the lights on of... there's like just a shit ton of these pumpkins yeah. that are going to you know, come to life, I guess, after they get carved or whatever. And, uh, you just kind of, you know, the camera just kind of pulls out. And it, go, it goes back to our, uh, radio DJ. She's saying the witching hour is over. Yeah, and then it's, goes back to the, because the, the beginning of the movie has, like, um, sort of like, a, I would explain cool. it as like a. The opening's pretty cool. Yeah, it's like a uh, pop-up book, is yeah. how I'll explain it. So it kind of goes back into that, and then they know that's how it goes off. So, so uh, yeah, overall, pretty good. I, yeah, I give it a good four movie. out of five. Yeah, total, I would give it... 
Oh, no, uh, yeah, uh, the segment I give it oh, a four. Oh, just a segment, that's right, just yeah. a segment. Uh, Bad Seed, I would give it, yeah, I'd give it a four. Now, out of the whole movie altogether, out of ten, I'd give it a seven. Out of ten, the entire movie, I'm just going, I'm going to give it, I'd give it like a, I'm going to give it a five. Good and five. Now I'm, I'm only giving it a five just because, like I said, a lot of these stories, I don't think, even though they're short stories, they could have been fleshed out just a little bit more. Um, I think they these were basically just ideas. There was just a you know there was there wasn't a lot to them. It was I would I would like to see more. I would like to they like I said they should have had fewer stories and made them longer, each story longer instead of trying to cram all these into it. So yeah, if you guys would like to see a pretty good horror anthology, tell the Halloween. Tells from Halloween, yeah. Uh, it's only on, I think right now it's only on Prime. That's where I had to watch it at. I guess I think Netflix used to have it, but I guess they dropped it. So it's available on Prime right now. If you have Prime. Yeah, if you don't, then do it. Get it. Yeah, or buy just buy it. Yeah, because yeah. I'm, I'm sure you can buy the DVD somewhere. I'm sure somebody has it. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's about it for me, man. Yeah, that's about it for me too. So, um, yeah, this will, uh, where can they find you on the internet? They can find me at Bassalt Witter. <laughs> Bassalt Witter. <laughs> Bassalt Wizard on Twitter. And you can find me at 1313 Inc. Uh, on Twitter. And you can find information for the show, um, links to all of our episodes, uh, links to wherever where you can listen to it, uh, links to the store. Everything is on our website, and that is uh, 1313 Inc wordpress.com and uh, thanks uh, again for listening and make sure you come back for the rest of this month because it's going to be full of fun stuff this They're October. Coming to get you, Barbara. It has been established that persons who have recently died have been returning to life and committing acts of murder. The unburied dead are coming back to life seeking human victims.